Ah, good evening, traveler, and welcome to the Penumbra. Tonight's tale is... Juno Steel and the Infernal Grind. wake up then calisthenics you're gonna want to keep up with the tape and i mean sharp you don't want to climb up the punishment ladder first thing in the day the workout ends at 5 30 showers start at 5 30 on the dot you just said 5 30 twice yeah i know what i said what hey who turned out the ah cold <laughs> showers off at 5 45 Get dressed and show up to your assigned seat for breakfast with rotating conversation partners by 6. The seat changes every day, so look for your number and move, because breakfast is over at 6.10. So, uh, do they surf this junk every day? <laughs> wow, you really like this stuff. Hey, pal, you haven't met a buddy Orinko in here, have you? And that, good citizens, was breakfast. Was? I barely... Hey, goddammit, I wasn't done. Constructive work shift starts in 15 minutes. Don't be late now. Hey, where the hell is... All right, okay, put this on her town, pal. I get the picture. <sighs> Constructive work's next. They got different jobs they take in from across the system. Laundry... Making license plates? Compressing three-course meals and those funny little pills in the commissary. They'll either sort you into whichever one you're best at or whichever one you hate most. I'm unclear on that. That ends at noon. Wait, they give me ten minutes for breakfast and six hours to work? More like seven, actually. At noon, they got recess and reading-approved literature for an hour. Recess doesn't sound like work. Palomine was a big supporter of structured playtime. You'll be running a lot of laps. Also, there's only one approved book, so they just play it over the loudspeaker for everyone. Chapter 49, my terrible truth, and what my parents should have done, the lazy bum. Now, punishment is not necessary for you, child, young Palamine. Is this place hell? I gotta sit there. You'll be running, remember? I gotta run there and listen to some old shrink read his own biography to me? What, do you want to pull the plug on this plan? Because you know I'm all for that. Uh. Hey, Pam, how's about another slice of that cherry pie? It's feeling like we're gonna be here a while. Oh, oh, make that two! Plus, Sheriff Falco's one, so three! 
Juno. This plan, this one's too much. Director W is doing something drastic in like three weeks. Falco, I'm not even sure too much is going to be enough. Then why the hell would you take the risk? You've gotten lucky. Dark Matters hasn't found you yet. And now what? You're like a mouse hiding in the cat's goddamn mouth. Look, this was the deal. I talked to Mercury about finding some of the best phony paperwork creds can buy. You talked to his pirate PA about our friend that escaped this prison. I keep telling you, he didn't escape. He served his time 30 years. No such thing as a prison nobody can escape from. Buddy taught me that one. Then why the hell isn't she out of there yet? We've been over this. That place is built so that it's impossible to escape without a backup from outside. Well, you're looking at the backup. Nobody has ever escaped that prison, Juno. Nobody. Sounds like they're two then. It's just like my bookie used to say. It's when you're on a losing streak that you double down and bet everything you got. Rita, please tell me you got some way to talk sense into him. Please. What? Oh. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was thinking about how lucky Mr. Mercury is to work with pirates all day. Rita, we used to work with pirates. I know, and I miss it! But that don't mean I want you to go into a jail cell all on your own. Then, me and Mr. Ransom are going to be the only two not in jail. And who knows where he is. And I don't want to be all alone! I have to, Rita. That's where they're keeping them. Buddy, Vespa, Jet, they're all in Dark Matter's personal pen. The Orinco Permanent Corrections Facility. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. In Hyperion City, there were only three real destinations for you when the jury said guilty. The Fortezza, if you were useful. Who's Gawithiel looked good on camera. And for everyone else, there was the Slammer, where rehabilitation was a word people actually said, sure, but it usually was a few seconds before they locked the door and rehabilitated you right in the teeth. This is progress, they say. You ought to see what prisons used to be like, they say. Hell, I used to say that too, because when you show up to work every day and wreck yourself trying to be the good guy, you'll justify damn near anything to keep yourself feeling like the good guy, but nice tries for Little League, not human rights violations. My name's Juno Steele, and even though I used to send people to jail cells, and even though I used to know all the ways to keep myself from feeling bad about it, I can still say with absolute honesty that I never, never would have let a perp I caught go to the Orenko Permanent Corrections Facility. Not if I could help it. Which is a hell of a thing to say, since I just pulled every string I had to send myself there. But maybe let's back up a second, because, yeah, getting myself locked up was a dumb idea, but not quite as dumb as it sounds. You need to start taking this seriously, Juno. You figured out how we can get into that prison, sure. But you won't even have an escape plan. Really? But, Mr. Steele, you told me- I have a plan. McSheriff just doesn't like it. Do I need to pull out the dictionary again? Because I can tell you by freaking definition this ain't a plan. Well, what is it? Remember how Buddy always said there's no lock a dedicated enough thief can't crack? Well, I did my own research and tried to think of Orinko Permanent Corrections like a lock. If I were going to pick it, what would I need? A way to get to and from that place, for one thing. Orinko Permanent's a satellite, hidden way out in deep space, and they don't keep any transportation on site, not even emergency escape pods. Even if an escapee got out of their cell and incapacitated every single guard, it wouldn't do them any good. They'd have no way to leave. 
just light years and light years of empty space. So you couldn't pull off the prison break just from the inside. You'd need someone on the outside to pick you up. But a Rinko permanent doesn't allow visitors, phone calls, no contact with the outside world. Then how could the people on the outside know when the people stuck in jail were going to escape? They couldn't. And that's why nobody's escaped from this place. There is no way to coordinate between the inside and the outside. Until this. Until what? Exactly. Quit showboating and spit it out already. This is a present from the terrifyingly deep pockets of Mr. McMercury. Rita, a covert comms. Almost invisible and so new that modern security scanners haven't been updated to detect it yet. So new it probably hasn't been QA tested yet either. Give this to someone inside that prison and you will have an open line of communication whenever you want. The perfect way to coordinate a prison break from the outside and in. Oh, wow! Only problem is, if there's no visiting, no calls, no mail, how are we supposed to get this inside the prison? How, Mr. Steele, how? So, here's the plan I supposedly don't have. I'm going to wear that comms, and you all are going to send me to Arinko Permanent Corrections. Mick's new PA, Miss Lately's broken her kids out of prison enough times that she's an old pro. So I asked her to come pick us up 21 days from today. That's three weeks for me to get in touch with Buddy, Vespa, and the big guy over in Super Jail. Then we all break out of our cells, catch our ride, boom, we all fly home, done. And I've got the comms to modify the details in case anything goes wrong. Wow, that's so cool. Wait, I knew about that already. But it's still cool! So what do you mean Mr. Steele ain't got a plan, Sheriff? You didn't notice that he skipped kind of a major step in there? Didn't skip anything. Plans airtight. Okay, wise guy. So you figured out how to get away from the prison. We're all very proud. Now tell me how you're going to do the meet up with your old crime buddies and break out of your cells in a few weeks part. Eh, buddy's probably got that one figured out. So you don't have a plan. No, that sounds like a plan to me. Captain A's definitely going to figure something out. Rita, this is not helping. You're leaving most of the goddamn prison break to three people who don't even know it's coming. There is no guarantee here. It's a maybe. Sure, but if maybe's all I got, I'll take it. Stakes are too high. You want to talk about stakes, huh? I'll talk to you about stakes. How about we get back into the daily schedule? You're going to have to survive while you're hatching your amazing escape plan. Love to. All right. Where the hell was I? Calisthenics at five, ten-minute breakfast, manual labor for six hours, and running laps for one. There. After recess comes lunch with rotating conversation partners. One o'clock. Ten minutes again? Ten minutes again. At least you'll make a lot of friends, Mr. Steele. Ten minutes isn't enough to eat? I don't think I'm going to manage to strike up conversation in that time either. I'm guessing that's by design. Behavioral science is a science. Just like it says on the box. It requires precision in limiting the variables that might affect your patient's development, including outside media, provocative ideas, friends and family, is essential to behavior modifications that works and that lasts. So yeah, I don't think they want you talking to each other unsupervised and since your meal buddies change every day. I'm not going to make any friends through 10-minute conversations that are weeks or months apart. I wish you wouldn't read off of those creepy notes, Sheriff Falco. After all that research I had to do... I just can't believe that creep was Captain A's dad, you know? It's what Juno's up against. He should know. Palomino Rinko's dead. But Dark Matter's rigged the place you can barely tell. One of his, um, re-educational principles 
was that a strong bond needs to build between trainer and trainee. So the guards, the central computer, every voice except the other inmates is rigged to sound like him. And everything runs on his behavior plan. <laughs> behavior plan? <laughs> I still don't get why Dark Matters gave a behavioral scientist free reign to build their jails. Did Palamine even have any experience with prisons? I couldn't find any. Whatever their reasons were, his methods work. That's all I know. Ooh. Anyway, lunch ends at 1.10, then it's constructive work again. Excellent work, friend. Get it up in the nutrient. Remember, always hard work lies at the core of being good That constructive work shift lasts till 6. Then dinner, obviously? Nope. Group therapy. Rita's already backlogged the details of your bogus identity on the net, so nobody should know you're Juno Steel. But you need to study the story and stick to it. Because if anyone in Dark Matters guesses who you are, it's all over. Stick to the details. Got it. Hang on. Who came up with these details, exactly? I asked Mr. Mercury to do it, Mrs. Steele. I thought, you know, because he's a big writer now, that he could do a convincing, um... How come you're making that face? It looks like we'll have a new friend joining us from today on. Would you mind saying your name for the group, 92? Hello. My name is Max Action. And the Max is short for... Maximum. It's short for Maximum, all right? I don't want to talk about it. Welcome, Max. I think you'll fit in just right here. So dinner must be after group therapy, right? 7 p.m. seems kind of late. Later. 8? Try 10.30. Wait a minute. Wait a goddamn minute. They spend the first three quarters of the day starving us, then they lock us in a room together for group therapy and expect us to talk about our feelings for four and a half hours? We're going to tear each other apart. We're going to... That's the point, isn't it? Now that Mr. Action is all settled in and comfortable, does anybody have something they'd like to share with the group to start us off? Break them down and build them back up however you like. Palomine knew how to wrap it up all nice and sciency, but his methods for behavior modification that lasts were old, old, old. Starving, sleep deprivation, fostering distrust and paranoia, presenting a single figure as your only way out, carrot and stick, toys for tyrants. Whether they were the kind who ran a prison, or government, or dog kennel, or boarding school. The last book of research he published got panned by damn near every human rights group in the galaxy. Anything ever happen with that? Yep. Dark Matter showed up and asked him to build a prison. Should have seen that coming. <clears throat> After that mess, it's finally time for dinner. 1030 they give you half an hour at least. If you're looking to make any friends in there, that's your chance. But everyone's going to be exhausted, ain't they? I don't think I could say two words after all that. And I can say a lot of words. Hey, have you met anybody named... Oh, never mind. She's right, Steele. That place is built to break you. I can handle it. Just give me the rest of the schedule. Fine. Almost done anyway. Everyone's back in their cells at 11. Then it's meditation for 45 minutes, followed by the evening lecture for another 45. If they catch you sleeping during either, that's a step up the punishment ladder. 
punishment ladder? Behavioral science so basic it works on animals. If you want to reduce a behavior, you punish it every time. And if you don't get a response, you modify the punishment until you do. I don't know the specifics. I get the impression that Lately's friend didn't do much rule breaking. One should not overlook the effectiveness of extreme weaponized boredom against the misbehaving mind. Boredom is a gateway to the deeper and more vital emotions that control behavior. It has been standard procedure in police interrogations for thousands of years now to leave the subject alone for hours upon hours before questioning begins. Studies show that this technique leaves the subject so desperate for companionship and stimulus that they will give far more confessions far more readily. The rate of false confessions is admittedly high in these circumstances. Eyes open, 92. The next spray will be even colder. So when do I sleep? 12.30 a.m. 12.30 to 5. Four and a half hours? I've lived on worse. Then it's time for sleep again at 1.30, 2.30, and 3.30. What? Sleep checks. The guards come by every cell to make sure you're still in there. They hit the bars, you wake up, give them a salute, and go back to bed for an hour or two. Like I said, sleep deprivation. Sleep check. <clears throat> That's more like it, 92. See you in an hour. And then... You're up again at five for calisthenics. That's it? Hell, that doesn't sound so bad. It's every single day, Juno. Every single day until I get a hold of Buddy Vesper. Chad, it shouldn't take long. It could take forever for all we know. Oh, that's very possible. Just like everything else in your cycle plan, you're counting on good luck. Not even. I'm counting on totally neutral luck. You said the conversation partners at meals are random, and Orinko Permanent Corrections only has 100 inmates at a time, so 99 other inmates. I need to meet with one of three, three meals a day. That's a one in 11 chance each day. I'll be done in two weeks. You can't guarantee that. Mr. Steele, there's got to be another way. Oh, yeah, there probably is. Then why? Because we've got no time to think it up, Rita. Lately said that Dark Matters was planning some big space crime ending event around three weeks from now, and they've already announced some kind of press conference at Orinko Permanent Corrections in the same time frame. Dark Matters has other prisons, but Buddy, Vespa, and Jet all ended up at this one. They're not safe in there. The clock's ticking fast. Just hearsay and hunch, Steel. And neither is enough to bet your sanity on. This is your most dangerous plan yet, and you're rushing into it. Why not wait until after the press conference so we can adapt to whatever Dark Matters tries to pull? Then you can do your crazy prison break thing. I know Director W. I know how she thinks. And if we don't get our family out of her hands before that event 21 days from now, I don't think we're ever getting them out. Not the way they went in, anyway. Juno. I can't take the risk. Not on Buddy, Vespa, and Jed. (laughs) So, if either of you have any ideas that don't involve me locking myself in Dark Matter Super Jail, I'd love to hear them, but if you don't, I'm taking the shot I have. Um. Ugh. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, I'm asking Lately to pick us all up one day before the big press conference. Maybe that is rushing, but that's what the comms is for. If we need more time, I'll call her and say so. That's smart. Damn right it is. Besides that, all I gotta do is hang out a few weeks in a weird prison. No problem. That's what I keep telling you, Juno. It is a problem. Look, Puck, you're not gonna talk me out of this. I'm giving up on that now. All right? You win the grand prize vacation package, the prison planetoid. But I'm telling you that you will not just be 
hanging out. This place was designed by a galaxy-class behavioral scientist to change criminals into not criminals by changing how their minds work. It's as close to brainwashing as it gets. I'm pretty stubborn, I'll be fine. Don't even start with that. It can't happen to me is the last thing anyone says right before it happens to them. It ever occur to you to wonder how we know the daily schedule to a secret prison? Lately's friend told you. I said lately learned it from an old friend. But that friend didn't say Jack. Lately's friend doesn't respond when people talk to him anymore. What? He's still doing that daily schedule. Every day on his own. 5 a.m. calisthenics. Sounds healthy. He wakes himself up at 1.30, 2.30, 3.30 a.m. on the dot and salutes a guard who ain't even there. Structure's good for a growing dame. For four and a half hours each day, he screams himself down and calls it group therapy. Look, it's prison, Falco. I'm not expecting a five-star resort planet. No, but I don't think you're expecting what you're going to get either. From your first day in that place, the clock is ticking. It's a machine steal. One that takes in people and spits out, I don't know what they are anymore, but it's gotta be hell, having every piece of yourself shaved down to nothing. Yeah, and I know that going in. I'll be careful. Will you? You gotta promise me that, Juno. First day of you drooling every time they ring a bell. Before you know it, you got all the free will and personality of this goddamn table. So promise me. I promise. I'll keep myself together. Even in the worst case, it's just 20 days before Lately picks me up. In the worst case, you miss your ride and come out like Lately's friend. I want you to think about that and look me in the eyes and tell me the risk's still worth it to you. It is. This is so stupid. If it were that easy to break out of a Rinko permanent steal, don't you think someone else would have done it by now? You could get stuck in there for good. I know. But if it means a shot at saving them, I'll do it. And no matter how bad it is, I've definitely dealt with worse. You'll see. I'll be in and out of there in no time flat. Maybe all that doesn't sound so bad to you. Maybe your real name is Juno Steele, and you've made getting your face beaten and your bread and butter for so long that you think getting your brain beaten in can't be much worse. Maybe... Calisthenics. Feet apart. That's right. Count with me now. (sighs) Maybe... Maybe... Showers! What were we talking about again? Sorry, it's kind of hard to think straight when you haven't had more than an hour of sleep at a stretch in two weeks. Breakfast! I held up all right in a wrinkle permanent corrections for the first few days. And the next few days after that, hell, sleep deprivation doesn't feel uh, different from a hangover or concussion. And I've had plenty of both, so... work! And then the next day came. Keep an eye on the bat night, too, or you'll burn everyone's lunch. And the next. Remember to clean your stations like good citizens. We don't want to invite the void mice into our kitchen, do we? Every day, the same exact task at the same exact time. Reset! I had no energy left at all by day four. By day ten, the slop and those meals was actually tasting kind of good. By week two, I was really finally sweating. Lunch! I only had six days left, and whatever the numbers game said. I'd never been paired up with. I'd never been paired up with Buddy or or Vespa or the big guy. Help. Because the guards always split us up into groups of 20 or so. I've never even seen the three of them. We'd been banking on the odds, and that was my big mistake. Only luck I can ever count on is bad luck. Meditation. Evening lecture. 
think they'd be able to get to me after just two weeks, but I gotta tell you, I don't say this lightly, I was losing my mind in there. If it, it felt like I couldn't think two words in a row without hearing that voice in my head telling me what I was supposed to be doing, where I was supposed to be, who I was supposed to be. There was no way, no chance at all, to be Joe Steele. And when you live long enough like that, you start to forget how to think your own constructive work. I think two weeks in there could have completely done me in, to be honest, if I hadn't smuggled in that covert comms Mercury bought for me. Every morning when Puckerita called me, those were the only times I felt like Juno Steel anymore. Morning action. How's day 14 treating you? Hmm. So, any updates on your cadre of crooks? You must have seen one of them by now, right? What do you think? That too bad. Any leads? Something has to be new over there. Ever spent three hours staring at a nutrient crusher, wondering what would happen if you put your hand in it? Not really. Well, between the constant noise and the 400 tons of monotony every day, that's about as rich an inner life as I've got right now. That's Palomine's Behavior Modification 101. Anything to make the mental walls fall apart. Then they can build you back up however they want. Listen, Puck, if I wanted a plot summary from one of your dumb sci-fi comics, I would ask. I'm doing research for your sorry keister, Steel. It's not like you're any goddamn closer to getting out of there than you were two weeks ago. I'll see if there's anything Rita can do about changing up the seed plan over there. Ridiculous, you haven't seen one of them yet. Just our luck. What the hell was that? Something new. Wrap it up in here, everyone. We have a demonstration to get to. Demonstration? What's a demonstration? Keep asking, it will demonstrate on you too, 92. Machines off, out the door, let's go! Keep me updated. Something about a schedule change and a place that buttoned up makes me nervous. Puck wasn't the only one. Repetition, the rhythm of your days, there's something comforting in it, even when it's hell. Ma used to wake up at 11 almost every morning in her rough days. When I still lived with her, every tick of the clock from 10 on felt like a hammer to my nerves. But years after I moved out, my nerves would still be tuned and ready for plucking by 10 a.m. And without Ma's first explosive volley of the day at 11, I had nothing to chill my nerves out with, so usually I'd just explode instead. Falco used to call it my mid-morning scuffle. In return, I called them a lot of things I'd rather not repeat. Which means that stupid schedule had been pinning me to the ground for two weeks straight. But even in these few seconds without it, I felt weightless, and not in a good way, like an untied balloon floating higher and higher until it bursts. All right, everyone, line up by number. Let's go, let's go. They lined us up in one of the exercise yards where we usually did our laps and listened to the life and times of Palamine on repeat, but a big podium had been set up in the middle of it. Looks like a public execution, to be honest. Quiet. The demonstration is about to start. What the hell is going on over there? Ow, watch where you put that thing, pal. Ow. Keep talking, 92. Every time you do, I get to push the voltage a little higher. Bring in number 78! I looked around and saw that I wasn't the only one feeling the freedom of breaking out of that goddamn schedule. 
The faces around me were all trained up at the podium wearing anxiety in their eyes and giggly giddiness in their lips, like kids who'd eaten nothing but candy for the last week. They were cheerier than I'd seen them, but they didn't look okay, if you know what I mean. They're bringing out the phone to the prisoner an execution? That's one of yours, is it? Don't know. Shut up. Whoever they were marching up there was blocked by the podium, but I could barely make out their shape through the scaffolding supporting it. They were big, with broad shoulders. For a second of cold fear, I was convinced it was Jet Sekuliak marching to his death. Wrong on both counts. It wasn't Jet, but an execution might have been easier to watch. Welcome, patients of Dr. Orinko. I expect everyone is very excited to begin the work before us. And to reward you for your therapeutic assistance, I am happy to announce that dinner tonight will be extended by two minutes. Quiet now. Control yourself, please. Very good. Now, as you all know, we are assembled here today because number 78 has climbed the punishment ladder far enough that the behavior plan algorithm needs your assistance to improve his therapy. This is an exercise we call deconstructive criticism. For those of you who have never participated before, please join in when you feel comfortable to do so. And remember, this is a house of rehabilitation. We believe in the individual's power to change, to become better. And isn't that what makes 78 so disappointing? Here are some conversation topics about 78 you may wish to explore. A history of resisting authority, a record of serial arson, a failed career in stream poetry, an unpleasant face. Failure to participate may push you up the punishment ladder, so be sure to speak up now. And three, two, one, begin! The crowd went off like dynamite. A wall of sound and spit and hate, impossible to make out at first, only clear once the first and largest blast had settled. I was horrified by these people. And at the same time, I, I felt a scream building up in my guts, too. It hadn't started in that exercise yard. It started the first day I'd set foot in Orinko Permanent Corrections, and it built up every time I'd followed a stupid order without question. Every time I'd bit my tongue. Hell, earlier it started when the love of my life made me read about his goddamn kisses when my best friend tried to shoot me. Every time I'd ever wanted to scream and hadn't done it. And now they'd all gathered together, and they were here. A long and violent scream, so animal, I could feel my teeth go to fangs just thinking about it. I've never exchanged a word with 78, but that moment, surrounded by people screaming at him, felt like permission to unload everything I had ever pent up, all at once. He must deserve it, the scream said to me. Just look at how angry everyone else is. So I looked, and that was when I saw her. And the shock of seeing her was the only thing that kept me from unloading. 
red hair. One eye a twisting, flashing camera shutter, chomping like jaws in her socket as she screamed. Buddy Arenko. Finally, I understood what Falco had been trying to tell me about this place. And finally, I was really, truly scared. And that is the end of our exercise. Well, 78, how do you feel? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again. Never. You will never do what again? Anything. I'll, I'll never do anything again. I promise. Just don't. Please. Very good. Guards, would you return 78 to his cell? Standard procedure, please. I'll never write another word. I'll wear a bag over my head. Just please. I'm just not speaking. Thank you, everyone. You've all been in excellent health with 78 therapy. Today you've helped us tear down this man's maladaptive behavior set so that we can rebuild him to be better. You should be very proud of yourselves. To the crowd's credit, at least, they didn't look proud. Buddy's cheeks were still purple with blood, but the rage had fallen out of her. She couldn't even look up at that podium anymore kept casting her eyes down and away and ashamed in a way that I've never seen before. It was hard to watch. It also meant more bad luck for me because even as the guards started to file us out of there, Buddy didn't look up, and that meant she still hadn't seen me. Buddy. Buddy! Buddy, I... Constructive work. Don't be late. God damn it! Are you still there? Stop screaming. I'm here. I just saw Buddy and she was. I really have to thank you, Falco. I didn't believe it until I saw everyone out here screaming like that, but I think I might really have lost my marbles in here without you. I've done something really stupid. Hey, pal, come on. No, no, I mean it. Seeing how they even got through to Buddy, I. She still hasn't seen me, so she doesn't even know I'm here yet, but. I gotta get to her, no matter what it takes. Okay. Just don't do anything stupid, alright? I've been on your case kind of a lot. But, I need you to come home in one piece. Rita, and me, and your pal Mercury, too. Seriously. Thanks, Falco. I needed that. I'll be smart. I've got you to keep my head on straight, don't I? I put a finger to my ear, but I knew what happened before it got there. That last shock had turned my covert comms to dust. You've been a pain all goddamn day, 92. Just a few more rungs up the punishment ladder and you'll be up on the big stage just like 78 was. Maybe it was because I'd lost my line to Puck. Maybe it was because I'd lost my marbles. Maybe it was that scream boiling up inside of me, unable to hold me back anymore, but... Let's just say a few rungs up the punishment ladder sounded like just the thing I was looking for. 
Take a hundred of you to get him on resisting too. That's two rungs up. Where do we take algorithms on it? Wait. Got it. Take him to intensive. Yoo-hoo! Mr. Action. Maximum. I've been in this line of work a long, long time. If you think I can't tell the difference between someone who's unconscious and someone who's trying to squeeze in a nap, well... <sighs> yeah, all right. You got me. This dentist chair you got me tied to is pretty cozy. Lady's got to sneak in some Z's sometime. There'll be plenty of time for Z's once you are a well-behaved member of society, Mr. Action. But if you keep acting like this, those days are far, far away. I behave myself two weeks straight, Doc. I think I'm entitled to a cheat day. You consider yourself a rebel. I consider myself a problem, actually. A typical extinction burst. Nothing some intensive behavior modification can't solve. Mr. Action, please allow the machine a moment to boot up, and don't be alarmed if it... Hey, Doc, your lights went out. Ooh, real scary. Your brainwashing machine can't even turn on without blowing a fuse. Doc? Maximum? Can you hear me? What the hell did you just do to me? A sensory deprivation tank. When the therapeutic situation progresses as... rockily as yours has, I find it tete-a-tete to be useful. And without any sensory distractions to separate us, I'd say that I'm as far in your tet as I could be. <laughs> There's a whole lot of words to say you were a bad kid and now I'm gonna scare you straight. Change can be very frightening. But you must remember that you are here for your own good. The way that you behave has been rejected by the society that you live in, and they've caged you for it. I'm offering you a way out. A way to change yourself so that the bars aren't needed. I believed that in life, and the algorithm in charge of your behavior plan now is set to help you in that endeavor. So who am I talking to now? The algorithm, or some shrink playing with a voice changer? It's questions like that that have gotten you here in the first place, I think. I would recommend you focus on yourself if you want this to move smoothly. And what if I do- Ow. Now, your role in this private therapy is very simple. I'm going to say a series of words and you're going to evaluate them for me. Good or bad. Based on your responses, the helmet I've placed on you will electrically stimulate your nervous system to present both punishment and reward. If you answer as a well-behaved citizen might, I will stimulate the olfactory sensors in your brain until you smell something pleasant. Based on your file, a traditional meal from your home planet of Saturn, say. Oh boy, yeah, that ain't meatballs, just like Mama used to make. 
<clears throat> and if you answer in a socially inappropriate way, you will receive the shock. Now, are you ready to begin? Hit me. Murder. Bad. Ooh. Very good. And here is the scent of your childhood pet. A swollen gas yak. Query two. Robbery. Well, it depends on who... Ah. Good or bad only, please. Fine, then. Bad. Ah! What gives? I said the right one that time. Ah, but you did not believe it, did you? No, I don't think you did. And that helmet I've made you wear, its analysis of the electrical patterns in your brain doesn't think so either. Try again, and think very carefully. Is robbery good or bad? Good? What do you want from me? You are participating in the exercise exactly as you need to. Then why do you keep shocking me? Punishment following a behavior reduces the incidence of that behavior. Reward increases it. I am identifying behaviors for you to reduce and signaling to your body that this is the aim. What behavior? I've tried everything you'll let me do. Not all behavior is outward. But if I may quote from my own work for a moment. To call this scientific art form behavior modification is like calling a course of antibiotics sneeze modification. It centers the outward symptoms and obscures the real sight of change. To change a person's behavior in a way that lasts, you must fundamentally change the person. So I don't want your words, Mr. Action. And I don't want your behavior, not really. I want that which defines you most. The most secret self at the very center of you. Not the story of the man you tell yourself you are, but the amorphous mass of morals and reflexes and hungers and fears that makes your every decision moments before you're aware you've even made it. Yourself, Mr. Action. For lack of a more scientific word, I will settle for no less than that which makes you you. And with that in line, your behavior is certain to follow. Now, if we were to continue, would you consider that good or bad? You loud. Thank you for your cooperation. Let's pick up the pace, shall we? I have no idea how long they kept me in there. Good. Thank you. Bad? Well done. But they made one big mistake. Try again. They dropped me into the perfect mind-melting tool for max action. But I'm not him. Very good. And as a special treat, here's a sonata performed by the Smog Pipe Bellows, which your record states you are a connoisseur of. So instead of being excited about being a good little doll and sick of the thought of misbehaving, I was just sick of the thought of everything. And let me tell you, Juno Steele has a lot of experience at being sick of the thought of everything. I think that should be enough for today, Mr. Action. I expect I will see you back here again soon, but there is no requirement. All that depends on your behavior. These guards will escort you back to your quarters. I will see you in three hours for calisthenics. 
So when one of those masked and smarmy-voiced guards asked me the million-cred question... So, are you ready to behave, 92? I answered just like I always do. 92? <laughs> Get everyone ready for a demonstration. We have another deconstructive criticism coming up today. And you know what's weird? few hours I had to wait for the crowd to tear me apart, I felt kind of like laughing. I mean, I felt terrible, obviously, like someone had been using my skull for a pencil sharpener, but I dodged a bullet taking Max Action's punishment instead of my own, and that, that just, that just made me think about Mick and that. JJ, you're not going to believe what I came up with for you. He's a Saturnian air pirate, so I said his pirate ship was called the Big Red Hole. What do you mean that's not on Saturn? What do you mean it's not called the Hole? What do you mean? I mean, who the hell comes up with this stuff? <laughs> Collect yourself, 92. We're bringing you out. Thinking about Mick, I mean, of course that got me thinking about Rita, duping every police department in the system into thinking the big red hole had been on their no-fly list for years, and none of them had ever noticed. And thinking about Rita meant thinking about the rest of the Orinkos, thinking about Buddy, the way that she'd been at her wedding, and, and you know, I must have looked completely nuts walking up to that podium chuckling to myself, but I felt saner than I had in weeks. If you haven't had the pleasure of meeting 92, here are some conversation topics you may wish to utilize. A history of resisting authority, violent outbursts, a smart mouth, failure <laughs> to participate may push you off the punishment ladder, so be sure to speak up now. And three, two, one. I could see Buddy in the crowd, but I wasn't sure she recognized me. She, she was far away, and her eye was waxy with exhaustion. It was scary as hell looking in that eye. It didn't look like the buddy I knew at all. I don't blame her. It had been months since they threw her in here, and after just two weeks, I felt like I was ready to crack. Like Falco said, they know how to break you, and if you let them, they'll do it. But I wasn't going down without a fight. Yeah, bring it. Oh, wow, you hate me? You want to beat me up? Get in line, pal. Name is Max Action. Look it up. Because <laughs> when the goons in charge tell you to lie down, you stand up. They want you frozen, stuck, still, because a world of frozen things is easy to control. So don't just break the ice because it's wrong they ever put ice on you in the first place. Shatter it because if they freeze your outsides long enough, they'll freeze your insides too. So with all the heat I had left, I look Buddy in her slowly awakening eye, and I shouted, Hey you! Yeah, you with the red hair, you staring at me? You wanna say something to me? Uh, what? Well, come and get me, Buddy, cause mark my words, I'm taking you out. There could have been a million cons out there threatening me, a million times each, and not one of them could have scared me. Because I just made Buddy laugh. I'd just seen the Buddy I remembered in her eyes, and I knew this crummy prison didn't have a chance against the Orinko crime family.
If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash the Penumbra Podcast. If you support us on Patreon at the $10 level or higher, you'll receive access to commentary tracks like this one from co-creators Harley Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. I was inspired by Pint Slice, and that makes me think she must have been relatively new. Right, right. No, yeah, I remember that we had made some a kind of Pavlovian connection early. Right, I had said, what if Palomine had dogs and was a dog yes. trainer, and so he ran his prison yep. along the same principles. Yeah, and so... And that's where that came from. I kind of took that, and I elaborated on it based on my experience. We would like to give thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Happy Birthday Paula, we're gifting you Olala's adoption papers, Arispec Rita means the world to me, Michaela, Quolby Jack, Lucy Chonky Lee's mother, Osipete, Rita deserves all the snacks and movie nights. Evit Connie, The Great Undead, Benjamin Fisher, SCP Chloe, June Gishoku, Skyfire Forever, Allison Hull, Aaron Ritson, Liv Allen, Alice the Time Lord, Red Ruby Seven Truther, In Memory of Spiral Opal, Eden the Gay Bookworm, Elizabeth Dunn, Michael David Smith, Damien the Pious Penumbra Podcast Prayer Circle, Ollie Nexus, PJ Escaping Space Capitalism, Caroline Seidman, Freya, Monster Kissing is Trans Culture, A Sentient Can of Soda formerly known as J, Karen ZH, Sir Patreon Name the Uninspired, Genetic, Minchowski, and Jamie Gunter for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale... Juno Steel and the Infernal Grind was told by the following people Joshua Elon as Juno Steel, Stuart Evan Smith as the voice of Palamine Orinko, Chelsea Ruscio as Puck Falco, Kate Jones as Rita, Sarah Gazdovich as Buddy Orinko, and Lydian Melicaro, Tyler Rosati, and Mertz as the ensemble. The Penumbra is created and produced by Harley Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about our ever-expanding, infinitely creative team of artists, musicians, editors, designers, and managers, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid that is our time for today, dear traveler. We hope you will join us again soon.